Welcome to Fulham Fix, the season closer. It's happened already, Ivan. Does it feel like a long time? Actually, feels like to me, it feels like the season started a long time ago. So it much does, has happened it? in it. Well, you had a World Cup in the middle to sort of break it up a bit. That's and it just, does feel I like it's a lot longer. That way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've loved it, though. I mean, what an amazing season. What I mean, a literally, season. Man United game to one side, mm-hmm. like this season has had so many incredible moments. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, I mean, what even the way it started, Liverpool, and you know, everyone was like, oh, you know, Liverpool going to get their season off to a flyer against, yeah, yeah. you know, Craven Cottage. They've just come up Fulham. Did I tell you, like, just before that game, I interviewed um, Andreas Pereira. Yeah. Uh, just for the start of the season. Yeah. And uh, a little, little tidbit for you. We're waiting for Andreas Pereira and Manor Solomon to turn up together. Right. And we're, we're standing out there on the Stevenage Road waiting. And every car that, because that, they're a little bit late. Mm-hmm. And uh, every car that drives past, not like wasn't he? Well, he was, but he was very apologetic. And every car that went past, you're looking at, oh, there's a Porsche. Is this them? No, no, no. Oh, there's a, there's a Range Rover. Is this them? No. A Mini drives past. Yeah. A Mini. And uh, we don't look at first because we're thinking, oh, well, they're not going to be in the Mini. Yeah. Both of them are in the Mini. Right. Both Manuel Solomon and Andreas, per- Andreas Pereira was driving. Right. They pulled in, pulled in the Mini. Anyway, that's by the way. I was walking in back after the interview. Great interview. Lovely guys. Yeah. Um, walking back to the Mini. Yeah. You know, uh, Andreas turned to me and he said, um, do you want a lift? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you need, we could probably fit two more people in here. He said, uh, he said, um, I mean, it, you know, he, he said, by the way, we're going to win. Against well, Liverpool. Oh, really? Yeah. And I laughed. My instinct was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. We'll win. He had to feed him. And I said, yeah. And although we didn't win, he was so confident. And he just went, yeah, Liverpool, they're really not the team they were. That's wow. what he said. And he said, we'll do it. Amazing. And although we didn't win, watching the game, I suddenly was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see where he got his confidence from. Yeah, yeah. Mitro definitely got free of Alexander-Arnold, didn't he? And that was a oh, sign yeah. of things to come because just, I mean, you shouldn't dwell on it for too long, but... Most people were saying Fulham are going to get relegated oh, yeah. count this year. And also most people were saying Mitrovic can't cut it as a Premier League striker. Mm. And there was stuff about Reem as a centre-back as well. Yep. So it's been so validating for a number of reasons this year, for all kinds of reasons. Also, oh, also you've got Willian Even and the, yeah, Pereira The, 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 the comments about signing Willian and like, why would you sign Willian? He's passed his best. And you're like, are you having a laugh? You look at him this season, he's been unbelievable. Exactly. So it's been a vintage... It's been season. Have you got what's your standout moment of this season? Probably getting beat 2 0 by Crawley Town. <laughs> I was not that expecting gets... that. That's good. That was unexpected, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I've, I've either said a Crawley Town away fixture. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's um, a win. Oh. <laughs> I totally forgot Do you remember that. that? I, got, I, I remember it. I just looked we fielded at a very different squad, I seem I to remember. I just looked at the fixtures. Yeah. And we beat um, Brentford 3 2. That was amazing. Wild. I mean, obviously Chelsea at home, I was actually away recording when Carlos scored the winner and beat Chelsea. Mm. That's, why I'm, that's why I'm sitting here like this, out of respect. Because that's how, yeah. And how do you know what? Carlos is a lovely one as well, because yeah. lots of people are saying that he can't do it as well. Lots of Spurs fans saying, you know, that all kinds of things about him. But he actually, when Mitro's been out recently... He, yeah, he's he's done a job, hasn't he? Actually, is it five goals? I think maybe I can't. I need to really is it exactly. yeah, five he's goals? Done, he's done really well, and some big goals in there. Man City yeah. goal was fantastic. The Chelsea, yeah. the Chelsea header was just spot yeah. on, and and I mean honestly, in his celebration, you could see the passion he had. You know when he when he celebrated that. Do you have a Do you have a game? It's literally that. I think the the Chelsea amazing game. moment, and also the synergy of having. 
Boa on the touchline and he, he was obviously the last person that scored yeah, a winner yeah, and yeah. we last beat Chelsea so there was something really like, um, a, like a set of awesome bookends it was romantic yeah. wasn't it yeah, yeah. yeah but that happened yeah so yeah it's beautiful so the season's over mm. Fulham fix isn't no but we thought let's let's park a, a special one this week to, to, to yeah. mark the season being over yeah and it doesn't get any more special mm. than Mitro it doesn't amazing it's, having him in the same room wasn't it it was it was just brilliant I mean, I I I, I recognise I use the same superlative almost every time. Oh, it was awesome. It was brilliant. It was, but it it is though, and it, he is lovely. You met and him a few times. So you? much I, love for Fulham. I've met him a few times, and every time I've not been disappointed. And he's just c- considering how many goals he scored and how good he is and how strong he is, and you know, and and you really you you notice what he does when he was missing for those eight games. Right. You notice like how much strength he has. Yeah, yeah. You know, even when he's not scoring, what he does, like pulling the other the, the you know, the other defenders away. And yeah. He's just he's just awesome with it. And he's funny. Yeah, he's, he's funny, isn't funny he? Funny guy, you know. And yeah. also he's got he's got a he's got a lovely smile. Like I said, I don't know if I can remember he does does have a lovely smile. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I use this term at the time, but um I do like trying to do sort of amateur psychology with players. And he was talking about how when he grew up, he had to move away from his home for a while. Mm. And I thought there was a sort of, there's a nice analogy there because a lot of the time he, he spends his time up front on his own. You know what I mean? He's like a real survivor. Yeah. And he's sort of, he's always surrounded by opposition centre-backs and stuff like that. And he sort of learned, to found a way to survive. And his goals this year have been very different to his championship type goals where yeah. he's afforded a bit more time. Here it's just that sort of sharpness of touch yeah. or, or like that header when he's come back from his suspension in Southampton, just finding that inch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The headers or like back stick. Mm. So it's been nice to see him evolve and work it out and be like, oh no, he's a high, high calibre Premier League footballer. Is, it, is, there a, is there a more deadly player in the Premier League with regard to heading the ball? I think his headers are just unbelievable. And I think he's, I mean, I, he must have scored more headers than any other I don't know striker, how many surely in the headers he scored there must be yes yeah, stats on I mean put, put Haaland to one side because you know I don't include him in any of this anymore mm. it's just <clears throat> I do Actually, genuinely no. think that Mitrovic might be one of the deadliest strikers just in the Premier League I'm always going to say it because I am biased but I love you know, that but even that that header you think the Southampton header he basically was lying on the floor brilliant isn't it he had found that space and the space was down there yeah how horizontal diving header from yeah. off the ground oh we should say um, the Southampton header, of course, is coming back from the ban. Yes. We spoke to Mitro just before the Manchester United Cup game. Two, two days before. Right. So at that time, we were full of expectation yeah. and then the idea that Fulham might find themselves in an FA Cup semi-final because at that yes. time we felt like we could do a number of United because I think Casemiro was out for United. That's right. And we thought Polina would do a job there. We had a we had a fully full strength squad, fully fit everyone across the board. So we did this overexcited conversation with Mitro mm. where on a number of occasions, both me and you <laughs> credit him and applaud him yeah. for his newfound emotional maturity. Yes. <laughs> it's so true. So there's literally one point where we go, you know, you've never had a red card in the entire five years you've been at Fulham. We said that. Yeah. You, you plant that in his head. And then... Mark, but you're, you're blaming me now. Oh, or did I say it? One of us... I think I said head. it. I think, you know, yeah. You've never I think him. I say at some point, um, also, Marco Silva, <laughs> you two have just been so... It's like you've got a real strength of emotional capacity mm. to yeah. be balanced and go for the gears. And he's saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, all that happened two days later <laughs> is that minute 
where they both get sent off. Yeah. I, it, it went through my head when that happened. If we hadn't had that conversation with Would me, happened? you know, like sliding doors, like if one yeah. thing happens, yeah. nothing happens. Yeah. 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 Does yeah. that happen? I had it I mean? as well. I had, although I'm not a superstitious man, really, I still thought I've jinxed this. Like yeah. This is our fault somehow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. if, if, you know, we hadn't said or done any of that, I think there was a point where that Mitro actually said, I think the referees know what I'm about now mm. and know that, you know, even when you get a bit stressed and angry, they yeah. know you don't really mean it. So, so basically that all ended up on the cutting room floor, didn't it? Exactly. Good God. It couldn't be more ill judged. <laughs> the topics that <laughs> so we discuss, but we cut all of that out. It's been a good ending. And if it yeah. hadn't been a happy ending, yeah, I think this interview just wouldn't exist. We might have just cancelled it. Like yeah. you say, the whole thing would have been a cut room floor. But we decided that, what's it all, mm-hmm. because it's a lovely chat, Yeah, we're going to play it. And then after it, we're going to come back and you're going to hear Mitro talking about life after the ban and how he feels about it all. Yes. Sound good? That sounds good to me. All right, here we are, pre-Man United game, telling Mitro <laughs> that he's become... Incredibly emotionally mature. Two days before he pushed the referee. Mitrovic, man, welcome to the podcast. How yeah. you doing? Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm good. How are you? Legend. Yeah, very good. Thanks. Very good. How are you feeling? You were obviously joining you at, at Motspur after some intense training. How was it? Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, now, a little bit tired, but it's been... Um, Hard long week now. Two days uh, today and tomorrow a little bit uh, calm and yeah, getting ready to to go another big game on uh, Sunday. Massive game, Ivan. Before we crack on, I was first want to say, mate, what a season! I've been coming to Fulham since like ten years old, and I can't remember a best Fulham team ever mm. in the history of watching the club. That first game when you got back stick Alexander Arnold and headed it in against Liverpool to go one up. Did you have a sense then, like? this is going to be an amazing season. Did you feel it in your bones somehow? Uh, not really. I'm going to lie. If I say, I know we're going to have a season like this. I think nobody, nobody expect this, even us, the fans and the people like who follow football, nobody expect this form, form like this this year. But uh, I think, yeah, it's something that were coming since the last, last season. We didn't know that we're going to have a season good like this, but you could sense the, the last season when the manager came, when we signed some players that, you know, um, we know what we're doing on the pitch. We know what the manager from us and as the time goes, we're going to get better and better. And I think this year with some sensation, I can say signing that we had, like, you know, for me, like personally, like Bellinia is signing of the yeah, season so far. Unbelievable, like, yeah, isn't it? Amazing, amazing. Leno, Isa, I think the... Mm. The signing we you know we we made was amazing and uh, the players who fit straight away who didn't need time to adapt like before you know like even before like we signed always some good players but they need time to, to adapt this time boom they click straight away it was mm. and I think yeah they're the 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 players of course with the manager who made the difference this year. A lot of the talk has been um, that it's working because Silver's building the team around you like from a sort of fan's perspective I always wonder like is that is there a conversation you know at the start of the season you say okay we're like building this side around you up top or is it something that happens without even thinking I think it's happened I think yeah I can sense that uh, he wants to build a team around me you know but uh, 
unfortunately, they have that power to go and tell him, oh, build, <laughs> <laughs> build a team around <laughs> me, you know, buy right the right players, you know, yeah. <laughs> and they ruin a couple of more, you know, but, uh, <laughs> no, but I think the... Maybe you should try it. I think the... The way we play and um, the players we sign, I think yeah, he made it uh, really, I say, easier for me, better for me, um, the support I have. Uh, and yeah, we love it, we enjoy it so far. So um, I think it's, as I say, it's something that you you could see from, from the last year, like as we mm. start, like that uh, this manager know what he wants. It's not, he knows like, uh, and we know what, what he wants for us. And I think we bring... We bring the like uh, we have the structure like six seven mm. players older players like who were like through good and bad bad and Fulham now who we stick together now we bring couple of you know really nice signings that improve our squad you know and happen like you know season like this but uh, yeah so Bye. far so good. I've, I, do you mind asking one more football question? Do you know what we're doing, mate? I mean, I've, I've chatted to him a few times. I know yeah. this is your first time. You're fan, fan girling over now there. Now I've got a meter in front of me, man. I've just got so many questions yeah, in my head. The, the thing that you struck me when you said, like, last season, obviously, we were so good going into this year. Do you feel like you're scoring different types of goals this year than you did last year? Because a lot of your goals this year seem to be backstick headers or like back to goal, one touch sharp and then bang. Is that a difference in the Premier League? Like uh, yeah, I think you have to adapt. I think last last year we were the team who always dominated the game. We were the one who all, almost always had more possession, who were attacking, who were around the box. So like, I think last year you, 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 I was more involved with the game. Like we had more ball this this year when you play some teams. Like it's always more equal games. We have to work really hard defensively. Uh, set pieces this year were really big and important for us. And um, I think this year we uh, we used more like counter attacks. Like we were more like uh, last year we were around the box all the time because we were dominant. This year we when we go up there we have to finish the action quickly like so mm. crosses and finishing the with the shot or something so you don't have time you yeah. know to position yourself or like, you have to just react and it's something that you have to adapt you know adapt your game try to improve and yeah uh as uh as you play g- more games and more games i think it's becoming the routine you know so that's really really fascinating so i watched it last night just your goals back to back and that's really telling it's like sharp yeah, yeah, but I, mean? I think I uh, we done some research. I mean, we I read a little bit and like eighty percent or ninety percent of the goals. I'm not sure. I'm gonna lie to you. Maybe it's scored by strikers like one touch from penalty. Yeah, penalty yeah. to the goal. Like home, like you know, ten yards. So that's big amount of the goal. When you now look like it's almost every goal is like. You don't have time to you, you you react, you know, and that's it's something that you practice during the session, the station you you put yourself during the training session, and mm. when the game come, you already been in situation. You just react, you know. You already sometimes I score goals. I don't even watch the keeper. I don't know where he is. I just react because I know he should be some some somewhere in the goal, you know. Oh, sure. And you just you just Inst- your body instantly react, but that's like Mate, repetition, like in everything. Yes, yeah, so. that's melted me hearing you say that. I know because I know I know you get the best view of anyone because you're literally close as you can get to the pitch yeah. doing the announcing. Like, yeah. but to hear you say that, like that response time is so nice to hear you use language like that because that's what it feels like. You. 
on the break it's just so sharp this film seems yeah. so exciting to watch mm. something can happen out of nowhere yeah i think uh, it's uh, especially the um, uh, the the players we sign i say the wingers i bring uh, the, uh, we bring a lot of speed to the yeah, game yeah, and yeah. Uh, when we when we now when you have the the ball like we are more like direct you know and uh, we love it to be honest we really enjoy it we love it uh, we enjoy it and uh, you know we like to compete with everybody and that's i think that's different this year you know no matter who's in opposition we go out and challenge you know like before mm. was you when you play big teams before you're like kind of you're not afraid but you like give them a lot of respect totally now we you know you respect them but we go out and challenge them if they're better we shake the hand if not like you know we are there to challenge them. So. Mate, what a time to be a Fulham fan. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. We, we are watching one hell of a squad. You've been here five five years now. Is this the best group of players that you've played with? Well, you know, uh, I think we had uh, like a lot of good players even before. Like we always had the talented, good players, but they need more time to, to adapt. And in the Premier League, you don't have time. But, but I think for, for the, I speak to myself, of the players who are longer time here, I think it's, Fans and we know the fans are happy, but it's so satisfying for for us as a players for a long time because we've been like so much upside downs every mm. time in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, like the people expect us to go, do well, then you go down, and like we are so happy that me personally, that I didn't give up. You know, I stick with the, this club when it was good, when it was bad, and now when everything is like finally in the Premier League and you're doing well, like it's so much like. Um, happiness and i'm yeah. proud of myself because you know i didn't give up you know i didn't leave the club when we're going down i stay i stick with the fans we stick all together now it's you know mm. finally everything come perfect so i can say you know i'm i'm really proud and of of us as a club as yeah. the fans that you know we bring we've, we've been through so much good and bad in the end you know we we make it finally we had amazing season and hopefully uh, this club should um should continue doing like this you know and it's uh it's amazing clubs on one big family you know so it's yeah it's, amazing. it's lovely to hear you say that and that's that's quite interesting but you talk about that going down and staying reward for loyalty because at newcastle as well that was a similar situation right you went down and decided to stay at newcastle yeah newcastle was uh was different i think newcastle is um i never how you say compare the club but Newcastle something something different Newcastle is a it's a massive, massive club with a big fan base and something that uh, I can compare with, like, you know, Liverpool, sure, yeah. maybe, uh, I don't know, the top top teams in the world, like, you know, yeah. the, the fans base. And uh, I call it not fight. There is more like a religion, to be honest. Like, they are crazy about football. Honestly, it's like you go into the stadium every week and you see always the same faces, like, for, like, yeah. I used to meet the people in the city. They used to told me like uh, my grandpa was in this seat. Now it's me. Yeah. yeah next yeah, ten years, yeah, the next yeah, after yeah. me is gonna be my son. For them, it's like for them, it's like you know, it's you're going to the game. It's like going to the church. You know, always say, even yeah. when you warm up during the line, you don't even like you know, you say oh hello, how you have a chat. You know, like yeah. you, it's it's that, crazy. There's yeah. one one team cities up north. It's strange because yeah. um, part of Zan Belgrade wear white and black as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. All the teams you played for that you're here at. Are, White and black. White and black. Yeah, what? it's coincidence. Picking, picking and, yeah. the squads you play yeah, with over the color of the kit. <laughs> yeah, and um, I'm not a big fan of red as well because uh, <laughs> oh, so like red star is a big big opponent. So yeah, uh, all my life so I'm I'm black and white and um, I wear a little bit purple in in uh, Belgium. But yeah, <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, it's 
coincidence. I'm so happy that, that you know. Beautiful, man. Talking about Belgium, we were talking about before, weren't we, about um, Anderlecht, but it was like a, like a weird coincidence where you come into Fulham, it nearly Like a proper happen, sliding right? doors moment. It was uh, honestly, if I tell you the story, like it, it was one of the, the most stressed nights in, in like in my, my life, you know. And if someone told me that, like, you know, you're going to have like how much, you know, six, seven years in Fulham, that night I said, no, you're lying, you know. So it's happened like because I was, ready to go there and to sign yeah right. it was last last day of the transfer window like yeah i uh, i speak with a sport director we say okay i'm coming to um uh, to under because i've been there i need a club i need a club just to play six months yeah. and then you know see what what happened but yeah. then it just game time and i speak with the manager with the sport director oh, done deal you're we're sending the flight tomorrow you're coming like signing the the contract, the striker who was there is going to leave to to Italy, and then we we have money to sign you. And the day before that, I speak with Slav Jokanovic, uh, the manager here. I yeah. told him we had a chat, and he asked me, "Would you like to come?" I said, "Look, boss, I need uh, game time to play, and I I would like I prefer to go to Anderlecht because I know everything there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. being there two years, I'm going to play for sure. Like and." find another striker like i'm i'm going there i'm not going to keep you waiting and then at the last minute cancel you so you cannot find the striker and what happened i fly there it was like afternoon like late afternoon four five o'clock i had the flight i was there like six seven yeah. done the shirt done the pictures new newspapers everything interview cool. yeah it's already it's done, done. Yeah, yeah, everything and, done. and i was like on the way to the I'm training right. ground you know drone noise wait everything i went to the training ground see every all the faces in the training ground shake the manager hand went to the sport director office it was like eight o'clock in the evening i shake his hand and he said mitro we have the problem <laughs> i said what what kind of the problem he said well the small problem i said what do you mean small <laughs> problem yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's eight o'clock i have like three hours you know like yeah, what, yeah, what the yeah. problem? he said well the the striker that uh, we need to solve he didn't we didn't solve him he's here so we don't have the money <laughs> Can you call Newcastle? Blah blah blah. I call wow. Newcastle, and Newcastle say, "Boom, no chance." Like no. you're not leaving. Like you know, you're coming back to Newcastle. So and for a split second, you had no club. So I was eight o'clock. I was in Belgium. Eight o'clock in the evening. I was in Belgium. <laughs> so did you at this point? Are you? Are you think? Had you kind of almost forgotten about sort of Slav at this point? Or yeah, were you yeah, Straight on the yeah. phone to him, or was I, he messaging you? I was speaking you? with my agent. Okay. Yeah, Slav was gone, like nothing, you know. And I was speaking Newcastle, and Newcastle called, called me. I said, like, you're coming back, or let's see what we can do next couple of hours. So I'm there speaking with my agent, with with club and everything. And my agent called me and he said, Newcastle, find your club. You're going to Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Said, yeah, yeah, because it's closer Did to. Did not know that. It's closer to uh, next door. To, next door, it's championship. Yeah. yeah, because they didn't want to let me to go to the Premier League teams. They won't let me championship all abroad. Because Newcastle was uh, fighting for relegation that time, it was like they didn't want to go tier team near near them. Sure, sure. So I'm now eight, nine o'clock, ten o'clock. I don't remember. I was on my phone, like waiting the mail to send the contract. So I signed, signed back, you know. And I was on my phone like this. Sorry, you had signed. You had signed it. Huh? You hadn't signed the Middlesbrough contract. No, yeah, no, I was no, waiting no, no. the contract to come. come and oh, while right. I was on my phone, I saw Slav. And I, as soon as I saw the the Slav like on the chat. I saw typing, you know, like when you yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And he was texting. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And no, I was, no, no. hey, boss. And as so, soon as I, as soon as I, I write, hey, boss, the text come, 
Hey Mitro, how are you? I hear your transfer is broken down. Is that true? That's amazing. I say, yeah, yeah, it just happened right now. He say, I, I, we cannot find the striker. Like yeah. we're in basketball, we'd like to come. I say, yeah, boss, please, I'm going to come straight away. Well. You know, I know you, it's a good city. Like, yeah. you know, and so I'm waiting to, like the papers from you and speaking with the, the, with the Slav. And he said, oh, let me see what I can do. I say, be fast because at the moment I'm going to Middlesbrough. If we cannot do anything fast, like, you know, I, I, I'll go there. And so he's going the Alistair, Chris, like now he, I need to do the medical because the club rules, I have to do the medical, but I'm in the, in the Belgium, like I cannot do medical, like doctor yeah. need to check, you know, how the protocol is, you have to do the medical. Sure. So they need to call the doctor from Anderlecht, he need to come back from his house <laughs> to, come, <laughs> to do the medical. Yeah, as a for and like oh, the doctor was coming, I thought like they're gonna send the paper, he's gonna just sign, okay, do the medical, I'm healthy, you know, I didn't have any injuries. Oh, he said, no, no, it's my name or reputation, I have to do the all scan so he was checking from my nails to my no head, way he did it yeah, properly yeah. your nails so it's, yeah like no but he i was saying like yeah, <laughs> yeah like a, he was checking <laughs> all the details you know that what i mean like he didn't want to mess back. up something you know like yeah and uh i was doing the medical he sent the he signed the medical so we need to send the papers back yeah you uh, the full of needs to send the contract i need to sign the contract so it was like end of the transfer window you know uh, when you when you sign the contract send it back you had like i don't know but that's the rule like 30 minutes window like extra time right and so basically i was finishing like five minutes before the transfer you know oh and like you know wow and tomorrow morning i was flying to uh to london okay here do everything you know uh, amazing story it right? did seem right. to come out i remember it seemed to come out of nowhere <laughs> you've now been a like you said it's insane to think that it's down to that moment down to that message from slav are you still in touch with slav by the yeah, way yeah question we spoke yesterday oh, oh really? did you so you speak yeah. quite frequently oh, was yeah, it? Yeah. What, is he good he's good yeah he's happy he's working so yeah he's he's amazing guy and and uh, yeah, he had so much big impact on my career as well. Mm. Not just as a manager, as a person, he helped me a lot. And yeah, we speak like once in a couple of weeks, you know, and uh, we didn't see each other a long time mm. because he was like in Dubai, he was traveling a lot. We were always yeah. like, you know, but uh, yeah, we are often, really often we, we speak, you know. And, uh, Do you anticipate he'll come back to England sometime? You think there's like an unresolved history there maybe? Uh, I think so, like, you know, it, I mean, like it depends depends on him. He he's the guy who uh, love life, so he uh, <laughs> he loves to enjoy life. You know, <laughs> he always chooses uh, good cities. You know, so yeah, yeah. So the if he come back, he needs to be in London. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think. And <laughs> 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 I, I I I would like to think so. You know, I think um, he have a really good. Um, Good name here. He done he couple of promotion with Fulham, with Watford. Like you know, the people know him. The way he he plays, like you know, uh, it's the um, he dominate the game. He's a really good manager. So I I, I think so. Yeah, one day he would. Uh, I hope he so. Would come back. Yeah. I know the Fulham fan. I mean, the Fulham fans hold him in such high yeah, regard. Yeah. He's you know, although it. You know, didn't necessarily end the way anyone wanted. It was we still see him as a as a legend. You know. Yeah, but if you, you see, know. like he came when the club was in struggle yeah, yeah. in a really it mm. was really in a hard place and when he came the club was fighting not to get really get not to get really get from yeah. the championship but then yeah, year after he get to the playoffs yeah. and the year after he has promotion so like you know 
he built something really you know from from nothing i yeah, can really say did. You know, and you know uh, bring this club where it should be you know and then every manager like you know will get sucked today or in five years or tomorrow like you know that's that's part of the of the job and you know he always you know talked even now like really positive about the club about the, about the fans yeah, about yeah. the city you know he used to love love his time here i think yeah, one day hopefully he will be back we talked about um metro making fulham his home mm. you were saying to me before about um, <laughs> serbian restaurant around the corner or something yeah so we know you love your food obviously i mean the the, the photo of you uh, at wembley with a slice of pizza is is probably just as iconic as us lifting the trophy at Wembley. And uh, there's a few times we've seen you sort of dotted around, you know, with pizza in the dressing room. But there is a, there's a specific restaurant, isn't there? Just out, like, oh, is it on the Fulham Palace Road? Yeah, is this true? Yeah, the Fulham Kitchen, the, is that right? How is the name of the road? Monster Road. Monster like, Road, yeah. Monster yeah. Road, it's yeah. like basically five minutes walking from the, from the stadium. And it's um, my friends, they have this restaurant. It's like, even before I came, they have this restaurant. But now, since I came, and a couple of Serbian players were Slav as well, so they make it really like Fulham restaurant. Also, you know? yeah. it's really full of, of uh, fans before the game, you know, and make it now like uh, Fulham, you know, pub before the game. Like everybody goes there, like some some routines and everything. And uh, they're on the game every every game. They're they're there. They understand. So big Fulham fans now and. Uh, yeah, as I hear the English people, full of fans, they love Serbian food as well. So yeah, yeah. I heard there's a section dedicated it's a little to curtain. It. Yeah, like, in my head, I had it like mafia or something, yeah. like Sopranos. No, there is like in the in the pub. There is like uh, in the back. There is like a small room, like uh, with the uh, our shirts, like my shirt, uh, oh, Sasha, Luke Milivoj, like all Serbian players who play in England. Yeah. And it's like a small corner, like because a lot of people there. there. So when we go in, like we put the curtains, we close because a lot of time we go there to watch the game, football game, basketball games, uh, mm. Serbian derby. So we close there. It's like a private room. Nice. We sit in the back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's that, really that nice. is that Scott you have, you have a little bit peace because normally when you sit in the in the um, in the restaurant, you know, if one man recognizes then everybody gets yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so there you have a little bit of privacy you know so yeah in my head you're like playing cards and yeah there like, is a, everything there like is you know, right? I, I have like cards watching it's the games like yeah, you know yeah. so Sounds like awesome. yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. we'll see when getting it uh, I don't I don't think, think, I don't no it's not it's not for everyone in the back so you can oh. Oh. you need my permission to go in the back yeah. oh really it's a doorman as well um I got we you know another a big part of this five years. I don't think any uh, Fulham fans have heard "Freed from Desire" more. Yeah, it's a it's a song that now feels so part of this club. Before you you joined Fulham, were you aware of the tune, the nineties uh, dance tune "Freed from Desire"? Uh, yeah, I hear the song, but I think the New, New, the Newcastle like fans they used to bring this song uh, at the moment. First, I didn't even realize, mm. and then a couple of times, like uh, I think when I scored a few goals, like. Uh, Sunderland, like big derby, you know. I scored. They they came. They used to came in front of my house and sing like oh. for a couple of hours. Right. Like, you know, wow. They, they, yeah. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That and, uh, sweet, but also a bit yeah, creepy. Yeah. And, uh, I said <laughs> to people, when you play for Newcastle, you never play away game. Right. You know what? Like even the preseason, like you play away, like you know, it's full stance all the time. 
and I think they made up the song in the in the in the beginning. I didn't realize like you know, and then I scored oh, a couple. I, yeah, yeah, a couple because you know I, my English was not the best, and I and a few times I score and I hear that song, and then I realize, and just after that, now even in Serbia they sing like when I go to like a little bit with my wife, we go out or if the DJ recognize me. Straight away, going well, the, the basket obviously that went viral for a bit, and especially amongst the Fulham the fans, the game. basketball game you were at, yeah, and it started playing, and you stood up and you, and you gave it a bit of that. Everywhere, I promise you, like a couple of times, I went to the club with my missus during the, the break, you know, yeah. uh, summer break, like we go for dinner after, like you go out, like if if the summer one people, one man recognize you, they go to the drain, the straight, and all club is bouncing, seeing my name, like mad, like you know, it's so it's, great. It's, well, it, do, you no. get, do you get goosebumps with it? Or no, really? but it's nice, but it's for me it's so uncomfortable, you know, like you come <laughs> for dinner and then uh, you come for dinner, like, you know, with the lads, we were for dinner, like <laughs> to the club and then yeah. like after the DJ recognized me and put the song and soon, soon like the whole club is bouncing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> I come for dinner, you know I mean? Like it's nice, but it's like everybody shouting your name, okay, on the game, but in the mm, club or like, yeah. you know, so it's a, for, I feel a little bit embarrassing, you know, so like you have to, I feel like, Everybody expect me to to say uh, to stand there uh, to do along. something, sing, to cl- you know, to clap along. And I read, I, I really sometimes I don't feel it. You know what I mean? No, so, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. So it's really uncomfortable. But it's nice, you know. It's nice, you know. When, when you're going to sleep, do you have it in your head sometimes? Imagine like no, 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 no. That happened to me. It doesn't fight you around. No, no. It's it's so it's so funny when you talk about you going out and you you just go out for dinner and things like that. I think of all the players at Fulham, I I can't imagine you doing day-to-day stuff mm. I know not and that mean I mean that in such a complimentary way but you're such a uh you know firstly you're big you're a hero in this area <laughs> you, you know you're, you're you're known you know let's be honest pretty much worldwide now is it is it impossible for you to to, to wander down the streets you know uh, here yes I think here here yes but uh, my country a little bit harder you know depends of course depends depends which places you go and uh which time you go but uh here if here I, I don't have that problem even here like even the people recognize recognize you they say oh well done keep going you're amazing you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. but they don't like you know they don't bother you too much like in if, in serbia like if you go for to walk or somewhere like in like i don't know shopping center or to watch the movie like in cinema yeah it get really really messy a lot of people in the place where i'm born like you know i cannot even yeah. walk on the street a lot of kids and everything so it's really it's nice don't get me wrong you know that's that mean that you know you've done something that people recognize appreciate yeah. it's nice but you know sometimes especially during vacation when you go home when you want to spend a little bit time with your kids at your place home place you know like then a lot of people are coming and yeah, you know sure. like, you do like, you uh do you have any sort of disguise that you go with if you, you are heading back? Good like, question. even if it's a hat or glasses, is there anything that you think uh, this is not really, go-to? Not really. Like, you know, I go there during the summer, so like, what, they can put the glasses or yeah. the hat, but always... Might, might buys, you a, buys you a little bit of time. In, that, no, maybe. but you know what I mean? When, you're, when I'm in my city, like, the, where I'm born, like, everybody knows you know so like yeah, even yeah, if yeah. i wear the glasses like my friends were like what, what are you doing you know why you <laughs> yeah, pretend like, you're like a rock star you know yeah, come yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah you have some kids that take a picture you know i mean for them it's normal you know but um uh as i say it's it's it's, it's nice but sometimes you know like it's uh you feel like 
you don't feel good, you're tired, or like you just want to like yeah, rest a little bit, have the food, and go home. Like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. Or if you want to walk in the in the streets, like you cannot walk. So like, it's really hard, you know. So it's yeah. uh, it's nice, but you know, both sides, you know, nice and. I was um Ivan. I was in the pub last night with Steve Lamack, the the uh, six music DJ. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was saying I'm gonna meet Mitrovic tomorrow. Like, what should I? Have we got any questions? And it's it's Steve Lamack's like an indie music DJ. Like loves mm-hmm. music, but he loves football. And he wanted to know. Oh, go on now. Look, we got a fan question from Steve he Lamack. Wanted to know, do you measure yourself against another footballer? Is there someone that you're question. looking in present tense football? Do you think you're trying to like? compete with or see what they're doing uh, no are, really are a bunch of footballers that you see yeah. as contemporaries yeah like no of course you compete always with the with the other strikers with the other players you try to be better than try to score more goals but uh not really i try to be focused always on myself you know like in what i'm doing the pitch and in the end it's uh uh it's my career you know it's my journey and i just enjoy it as i say before like good or bad I, this is all part of like the journey I'm, I'm on you know what I mean so um, as I always say the, when it's good enjoy it work hard when it's bad enjoy it work hard to last the shortest possible also but this is this is just a part of like you know of, of, of my career and uh, so far it's been amazing a lot of upside downs but uh, what I'm happy and proud because uh, I had to work always for everything that I have in my life mm. and uh, I appreciate everything because I know how much work uh, how much sacrifice I put in you know so like uh, and I'm sure that uh, every player have his own story so like everybody have to make big sacrifices so I'm happy for for everyone you know but I never compete with everyone I mean compete like you know yeah, I compete yeah. on the pitch. I want to be better than them, but I'm not like, I guess, a jealous or something. Sure. You know, because I know a lot of them, they had to make a big, big sacrifices to be where, where they are now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really respect that. No, I understand that. But I find that really interesting that you say, like, everyone's got their own story because yours is, I, I believe, like, when you were young, like 12 or something, you had lived outside of Belgrade and you, you left home to go and yeah, play I had to, yeah, I had to, I had to move really, really early for, for my parents you know i have to be by myself with, with another another friend who was same age with me you know you have to learn how to cook how to clean yourself mm. how to you know do everything really really young early age yeah yeah but uh, you know at that time you know your your partner has to make the sacrifice do you let him to go and follow his dream or you're gonna like stay here and maybe lose a couple of years that you know yeah. i can learn so much because at that time even now the partner and the rest are there two big clubs so all people from Serbia, like they try to, you know, get their early age, you know. So I was lucky that, you know, uh, I was talented. The, the, the scouts saw me, they, they wanted me. And then I'm lucky that even though I was away a lot, I had always, you know, my parents behind me, you know. Sure. You know, I was always by myself, but I knew that they know every my move, you know. So, so yeah, I'm really glad that... Um, it's hard because a lot of, you know, especially when you're young, you don't need much to, to just go to the different. Hard, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of, like, uh, bad friends or, like, you know, you can meet, you know, anyone in today's, you know, life yeah. that, that you can uh, you can just go a different way and you never come back. You know, I was lucky that uh, my parents always guided me, not just 
to be a professional player, like just to be in healthy environment, like to be with the with the kids who play sports, who play football, you know, to don't hang out a lot with the with the with the other people, you know. So uh, for them, the main main thing was like you know just to be in a healthy environment, yeah. and then nobody knew it yeah. that I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna do it, you know. But yeah, so this is the yeah. It's not like not to do um, really amateur psychology, but it's really interesting to me that you d- did leave when you were young and had to learn that because watching you play up front for Fulham, like you're quite often up front alone. And it's mm. like that sort of survival instinct, like huh. being a fighter yeah. and being like really Ooh. self-sufficient. So I always wonder whether both those things feed into each other. Oh, well, in some way, I, you know, like. I, well, I, I don't think that have like, uh, how is it, similarity with, with that, but uh, I th- think that, it builds you maybe a character, you know, yeah. like uh, that you have to do everything by yourself and yes. then, not just on football pitch, yeah. but like you have to like, you know, uh, I always believe in people around me, but I'm the one who always like, I believe in myself, you know, yeah. the most, you know what I mean? Because um, I like when everything depends on me, you know what I mean? Like, oh. and this is, <laughs> I always say like, even now when I miss the penalty, I'm the guy who take the penalty, you know what I mean? I like to, to, to be in my hand. I like to depend on myself, you know what mm. I mean? So if someone is to miss or score, I like to be myself, you know what I mean? Sure, so totally. I don't like the feeling when I had, um, I, I don't like the feeling when uh, something goes bad and I feel like I, I'm hiding, you know what I mean? I don't like, I cannot go to bed, I cannot sleep because like if I hide or like uh, if yeah. I didn't take responsibility that, that I should take, you know, on the pitch, you know, so, and for me, like that, that's the hardest thing, like to have regret about something. That's really, yeah. So, yeah, so. It's really fascinating. Talking about um, missing penalties, you brought it up. <laughs> Newcastle. Yeah, well, yeah. Newcastle man, talk us through that. I've never seen anything like that in my whole uh, life. Yeah, I, sleep, uh, I slipped. Yeah, I slipped. <laughs> and did you know? You 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 seem to know because you almost hesitated celebrating as well, didn't you? Oh, you knew. I have. Oh, yeah, for that and now I was celebrating by my head while just waiting for the whistle. You were waiting for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh right, okay. Yeah, well, it's, Interesting. It's one of the things that happened, unlucky, you know. So um, yeah. So yeah, I slipped, and you know, you cannot do anything about that that's know. it no, it's one of those moments you mentioned yeah. sorry go on I just, I've just got so many football questions I know head. you do like, like, one more <laughs> got one, one more one more like, like, wait, 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 one more football question right when you're up top and you haven't had the ball for like 60 minutes or whatever and it's not happening what's going through your mind while that's, while that's going on because are, are you constantly like reading the game and looking for things or are you telling yourself that you need to be patient like yeah you always like you know calm that? down and focus on the game because I know I'm gonna have one or two chances a game like so it's gonna come you know focus be ready it's gonna come don't think about it and keep you know helping the team you know Focus on the things that you know. Try to hold the ball. Try to uh, help defending a little bit. Try to focus on 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 the job, you know. So so you can you know stay calm and get involved in the game in in any kind. Especially when you play teams like Arsenal or City, it's so hard because you're really deep. You don't have much ball, you know. But you know, like against Arsenal, I knew it. I'm gonna have one chance, though. So it was header. I hit the crossbar, you know. But yeah. you, you know. Oh yeah. You always talk to yourself, like, you know, stay calm, it's not calm, it's not calm, you know, and focus on the things that, because what I realized so far in my career is the more you think about the goals, the harder it, it gets, you know what right. I mean? So, like, the more the, the you think, you, you forget to do the other stuff, you know, that 
it's really like your team depends like on you. So like, you know, focus on the game, go slowly and you know, it's Zen perspective. I always find that really interesting because that's even from an artistic perspective. If you're like writing a song, you can't be thinking, I need to write a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to let it, let, let, like, let it flow. Yeah, relax and just go. Yeah, yeah. Don't think I mean? about Yeah, ex- exactly. I think in anything you do, like if you want something too much and think something too much, it doesn't care. Soon, yeah. soon as you relax and just enjoy, go there, do your, do the best, you know, focus on the other thing, then naturally it both going to come, you're going to react, it's going to finish in the net, you know, but if you think too much, like, you know, that you, know, you, you overthink and the ball doesn't come, you get more angry. And when the ball come, like you're not prepared because you did so, you know, it's uh it's hard but when you play city or arsenal it's really hard yeah, to focus you're running a lot without the ball and <laughs> you're blowing and the ball come and you need to hold the You've ball the energy, but yeah, yeah your your lungs are here like you know get mm. catch a breath and they're like they're coming like this feel like they have three players more on the pitch i promise you <laughs> the worst feeling ever yeah yeah we like to do a little bit of a myth debunking on uh yeah, on, on. on the on the podcast and um, something that we found when we were Googling, it was on Twitter, it was a few Chelsea fans on Twitter claiming uh, your son, your son or sons? I have so- son and two daughters. Son and two daughters. Your son's a Chelsea fan. And he was, he's he, not, he's full on fan and then Chelsea fan. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, God yeah, for that because I think yeah. uh, we were both uh, I think on edge. Yeah, you know? I've been a few, few times. I, I take one time. I think I take into the Fulham shop. What, to the, the Chelsea, Chelsea shop. Oh, yeah, this is what this guy yeah, had uh, yeah, tweeted. A few fans they came take the picture. Yeah, yeah. How is he? I say, well, uh, my son yeah. is uh, yeah. uh, is um, he, he like to do to watch Chelsea. I take him to the to one game like it was against AC Milan game and everybody was surprised what I was doing there you know how you play for Fulham and like yeah, yeah. and to do something like this in Serbia yeah. oh it's we get killed <laughs> <laughs> not, I mean not killed but you yeah, get yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, you get, it yeah. uh, could be really really dangerous you know what I mean but I yeah. think here like yeah you know, he loved football you know and for yeah. me it's really important and I'm really lucky that they have friends in Chelsea as well uh, college yeah. and couple of you know players definitely so you go along yeah support. yeah so like, but he's Fulham number one that's all you know yeah no he lost Fulham he lost Fulham but the, the, the <laughs> team he, he, the team he liked to to watch is like it Chelsea as well because as well they play the Champions League and he liked to play sure. the Champions League you know so sure yeah of course yeah yeah that sort of begs the question and it's an obvious one because it's a Fulham podcast obviously but Fulham Football Club means a lot to you right yeah, of course. It's like you know, for me, it's like uh, I can say it's like second family for me. It's like something that, uh, as I say, when I came, I didn't. If someone told me that I'm gonna have this enjoyment in Fulham, I would never, I'll never, never believe, you know. But it's it's amazing that um, what I done here, but not just in a, like on the pitch and football level, like the the people around the club is like. Uh, it's like one small family, you know, like, and I, I like the f- feeling, you know, when mm. when you come in the morning to the training ground, everybody's happy because you are here. Everybody like, you know, appreciated what you've done, you know, and uh, yeah. they love you just, you know, because you are here, because, you know, you are who you are, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they, they don't look you as a, just one of the, you know, players. They'll, I feel really like, you know, Special here, I feel really, you know, like happy here, and then my family as well, you know. Sure, I very love the Fulham. They love the, they love the city. They yeah. love anything, you know. So, and this is the reason, you know, why I stay so long here because I feel really happy, settled, and like you know, sometimes I say it's weird, but 
when I go home and during the vacation, stay two, two, three weeks there. I, you know, I, I started to miss the the club. Yes. I started oh, to man. miss. Yeah. That's so I started to miss yeah. the London. My kids yeah. are when you're gonna when the, the season is gonna start. You know, so it's yeah. really really nice. It's my for me. I have like this is my second home. You know, I have That's home in Serbia, but it's great here is the man. place that I feel like you know you're, you're not that far away from the goal scoring record, man. Do you think uh, about that? I, no, you, you no, I, I don't think that much away. No, if if it's gonna be breaking broken, yeah, I hope I'm gonna be broken. But I think still, you are the you're the you're the closest now out of all the clubs. Is it top tier or the the top couple of tiers to breaking, to breaking an all club record? Now Kane, Harry Kane's um, broken. How many goals is the record? One seven eight. How much I'm on? You are about seventy goals away. Is that right? Wait, you're two seasons away. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, Put it that way. <laughs> two seasons. Yeah. Did you? You don't, you don't think about? I'll be that. happy even the five seasons, but to break it, yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah, it well, would be incredible. We'll see. Man. We'll see. That would be amazing. Honestly, it'd be amazing. And um, I didn't even know before against Brentford, I played two hundred games. I was going out yeah. and Basilo told me 200 games. I said, what? He said, 200 games. Yeah. I said, here. He said, yeah, 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 bigger trim. I said, well, I, I didn't even know. I, until mm. now, I didn't even know how many games I play because I never like track, you know, even the goals. I I, I had the shirt because they give me here like when I score 100 goals. Sure. But I was never like, you know, counting that, you know, so, but. It, you know, it sounds nice. It know. feels we've been through a lot together. We've been up, down, yeah. up, down, and now yeah. we're flying. So exactly, like this is like so bring me so much joy because you know, finally, you know, as a club, we we made it all together. We've been through good and bad, you know. Yeah, definitely. We stick together, you know. And now, as I say, we made so much sacrifice, and now you learn how to appreciate this moment. You know. Let me ask you before you go: If you're up top in the all-time Fulham team, who are you up front with? Sahar, <laughs> Berbatov. Dempsey, Oof. give me another name. Anyone else Zamora. in the mix there? Zamora. <sighs> That's hard. Or McBride. Or McBride. Or McBride in the mix. I have or, to Or take... Dirk Lehman. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have to take out uh, Bobby because we are kind of similar players. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bobby's gone. Yeah. Dirk Lehman's uh, still in the mix. <laughs> but what a player he was, honestly. He was amazing. And what he achieved, with, yeah, Bobby. amazing, amazing player. And what he achieved with the club, uh, him and Dempsey was amazing oh, together. Unbelievable that European run together. But I have to choose Berber. Yeah, I had sorry, but he's like magic and. Can you imagine? Yeah, but, yeah. Can you imagine? It would be, um, I think, amazing. You know, and uh, the vision he have, the yeah, plus the strength and everything. He like, you know. A lot of people say now speak like about Hurricane dropping deep and everything. Yeah. I think Berba was doing that before, you know, like yeah. uh, the the way, similar way he played. And people don't do realize that he was, what I like about him, he was always like, he looked like he played 50%, always relaxed, always yeah, yeah, yeah. nice touch. He never, you never see him breathe heavy or like, you know, <laughs> no. he was always nice, calm, easy, like elegant, you know, he was an amazing player. Love that. Yeah. He and was. that's and that's nice to hear that because when we said the first thing he said to us was that he thinks of you as a brother, brother and brother, yeah. like that he still watches for them. Yeah, he, yeah, he no, playing, honestly, so. he's, he's an amazing guy and uh, well, yeah, about the football qualities that you don't have to speak, you know, but uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, I saw him a few times, he was here, I'm glad that, uh, he come back, you know, mm. but, but what a 
player he was. What a player. Oh, what a player he was. Well, I think look, on that note, look, we, we've all clearly bonded. So surely two of us will join you at the Fulham kitchen behind the curtain, VIP uh, section. Yeah, I hope so. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to, you need to deserve like to, to be at the back. I need to see how much you can eat, how much you can drink. The, oh, hey, listen, all right. It's like, that. It's a like, test. Yeah, to go there, drink. you have to drink the um, rakia. That's the Serbian what drink. Like, well, it's a shot, but uh, I need to see if you can drink this because uh, I meet a lot of How people. much is minimum requ- requirement? <laughs> well, we say like uh, three. Normally. Oh, three? Yeah. Let's go there now. Yeah, let's do it. Well, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I feel, I, I hear a lot of people, they start to speak, ah, oh, it is as soon as they... Uh, is it really? And, it's like Sambuca. It j- yeah, it's really hard. It's, no, it's like, uh, you ever try Italian grappa? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar yeah, like this, but yeah, yeah. a lot stronger. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think yeah. at the next pod we get a little bottle and we try it. I bring you a bottle. Let me know just where you want. Yeah, I bring you a bottle. Bring us a bottle and, 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 and try we'll the quality ones. I'll make sure I'm getting the train that day. That's a but whole different podcast. No, yeah, I have to like you know we always drink three times you know and uh, okay, right. And uh, so if we if we do that, yeah, and we eat a decent sized meal, we join you in the VIP you section. Can, yeah, yeah, you can join VIP section. Yeah, hundred percent. Look at that. Bros. Bros will take it. Micho, thank you so much, bud. Thank you, guys. My Cheers, pleasure. man. Thank, thank you. you. And- so there's our chat with uh, the one and only Alexander Mitrovic. Obviously, we, we couldn't let this go. Yeah, uh, without catching up with him again since the ban. Yes, um, and since he came back against Southampton, obviously scored a, f- a fantastic header, uh, and and the away, you know, the away fans like when I, he came on. Did you I, hear that? I've Absolutely got, incredible. I've got one of the surviving Serbian oh, flags here. Just bought that. that from from the game itself. Look at that. Go on, Mitro. We'll get that on eBay. Get him to sign it. Get on eBay. Would oh, you reckon? Good idea, actually. Yeah, should we do that? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so we 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 we've uh, Ollie at Fulham has, has caught up with him just to 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 sort of see where where his head's at since the ban. So, Mitro, obviously, a lot of time has passed since that FA Cup quarter final. When I mention that Old Trafford game now, on reflection, what's the first thought that comes into your head? Uh, past is behind me, so. Um... It was a tough period, but it's it's behind me, and you know, something that I uh, you know learn and um, grow up, grow from from this this moment. And it was a hard period for me, but you know, I'm back now, and you know, looking forward to the new challenges. Yeah, because of course you you had the game and and what happened during the match, and then after that it became this thing that it seemed everybody was talking about how did you deal with that did you just switch the tv and the radio off or did you- uh, yeah i'm not the guy who like you know think about too much about other opinions but you know it comes to you you know what people what people say you know especially in dressing room everybody talk you know and it was uh, you know uh, it was tough few um uh, few weeks I can say you know and until everything was was done and I made mistake I I, I said that I admit that and you know I was punished for that and um, I can say like I've been in jail I done my time <laughs> I done my eight games and now I'm back so um, that's all what is matters you know so um, uh, I learned a lot I done I made mistake that I should not make mistake I got 
caught in the heat up of the of the moment I react like I should not react but you know on the end uh, that's who I am that's the way I play uh, I should not react that way but I react that way because you know uh, I care a lot for this club I care a lot for this club winning the games my team win the games and uh, uh, I made mistake because I care you know uh, I'm the guy who play with a lot of emotion a lot of passion and you know with me when when I'm like that when I argue when I uh, fight when I you know play that way with me you know everything is cool so with me it's a problem if I'm flat and I don't care and you know I don't react with me then you have some problem but I made a mistake because you know I care I got caught up but something that of course I should not done and uh, I had conversation with the referee as well I apologize and for me it was important that he understand that it was nothing personal he understand that uh, he know that uh, everybody made mistakes so you know we move on so so that's behind you mentioned it was a difficult time for you but the Fulham fans were still showing their love for you obviously normally they show it while you're out there on the pitch and you can hear it from the stands but did you still feel that love when you were out on the side? Yeah, yeah yeah of course I get so many messages uh, and you know the support, of course, there was always people who, who judge you and, you know, but uh, most of them, they were really supportive to me and, uh, and it helps a lot, you know, everybody in the club was really supportive, the manager, the staff, the, the people who were, um, the people who work at the training ground as well, you know, they, they all really helped me a lot and they care a lot as well, so they helped me a lot, my teammates, you know, so, uh, it was tough, but they made me, they helped me, they made it easier for me. And uh, luckily this time passed, you know, uh, it was the moment that, you know, I learned a lot and uh, move on. What was it like watching the games from the cottage? We, we saw you celebrate some of the goals. You were celebrating them just as much as you do when you're, when you're out there playing them. Yeah, of course. Uh, for me, it's really harder when you watch the game when, than when you play, you know, because when you, when you play, you're on the pitch, so you don't think too much. You just go out and play, perform. When you watch the game, it's a lot more stressful. Luckily, the, the boys done an amazing job. Uh, they managed to get... Uh, a uh, couple of wins, a couple of good results, amazing performance. So, you know, I, I was really happy and uh, I really enjoy, even though I would like more to be on the page, but I really enjoy watching them and playing good football, scoring a lot of goals and, you know, celebrating the victory in dressing room with them. So, you know, it, it was, um, it was uh, nice. And was it nice watching? Obviously, it wasn't just you up there. You, you had William and Andreas and Tim. They've also had some games out and, and they've been watching with you. Yeah, I think, but you know, for me, luckily, I can say I was not injured. So I think for them, for them boys, uh, team and AP, uh, they were, they were, they had really bad injuries and uh, it happened, you know, injuries are part of football and uh, luckily they really, they're strong boys, they're good boys, positive boys, and you know, I know that they're going to come back sooner and stronger than ever before, you know, we had all amazing season, of course we miss them now, they're a big part of the, the team, big part of the squad, but um, uh, for them it's really important now to, to recover well and to come back for a preseason. 
and we saw you playing tricks on Andreas a little bit in the cottage. Is is he happy you're back playing because he won't get his ear flicked yeah, by you now? Yeah, really funny guy. Yeah. I think uh, if if we are opposite, he would play tricks on me. So yeah, we are had amazing relationship and. Uh, we always joke around the dressing room. He's a really funny guy, and you know, a positive guy, and uh, he's been really, how you say, um, he brings something really new, fresh to the dressing room this year. He's really positive, guys. I don't want to speak about his football qualities because we all know that he's an amazing player, but as a person, he really brings joy to the dressing room and happiness every morning. You know, he's always funny, laughing, joking. He's a really positive guy. and. We had an amazing relationship. Let's talk about the return then. Against Southampton, seven minutes. That's all it took you to, to get back on the score sheet. Was it just like you'd never been away? Oh, yeah, but that's, that's happened you, you know, when you play in a team who's going to create chances and when you know your teammates. So as soon as the, I think the Harry Wilson had the ball, I know his main target is going to try to find me, you know. So. It's uh, it's you know the thing when you when you play with someone a long time together and you know what he's gonna do you can predict you can read because you know each other I'm sure that he's the same when I have the ball so so I think it's the, one of the situations that we've been before last season so many assists from from him and uh, yeah it was really special moment for me I can say as soon as the moment I entered out of the tunnel from the, on the pitch even the warm up. You hear celebrating like it was, you know, it was, we score a goal, you know. I think even when they made enter, when I came on the pitch, the fans celebrate more than when, when we score both goals. So it was a really special moment. And in that exact moment, I realized, you know, in the dressing room, when I go out after how, how my teammates, my manager, how, how the fans and everybody in the club, they, they miss me out there. So it was really... I feel really special that moment. It's really nice, really nice and special moment. One of the, the the most like special moments since I joined the club. And was that what you were talking to Vinny about when you swapped places as as he came off and you came on? You, you yeah, yeah. He he told me. Yeah, he told me yeah, that he's happy and coming back. It's time for me to to score now. You know. So I was laughing. I said, "I'm gonna try." Yeah. And uh, yeah, lucky they scored, and uh, everybody was really really happy and pleased. Because he's had a few himself with any one. Nah, yeah, he done an amazing job, you know, and uh, we all knew that he had amazing quality. I think he he just needed uh, game time. He's a really good boy, positive boy. He worked really hard, and uh, he's a really big talent. And uh, I think he he struggled a little bit because he moved a lot around. He never built settled, and I think the, when he arrived here, he needed time to settle, and now he. Of course, luckily he get more time to play because I was out, you know, and he was his time really well and uh, play play amazing, scored some big goals, important goals, and I was really really happy for him. What did you think of all the Serbia flags in the away end as well? I just told to speak with the Serbian people. I say I, I even when he play for national team, I don't see we. I saw so many Serbian flags on the pitch. It was amazing, you know, like amazing support I had, amazing love. I feel so special love here, you know. So it's. Uh, Something that um, something is you can really you have to really appreciate it, and you cannot get anywhere this, you know. So I think it's something that you have to deserve, and I think uh, the fans recognize how much I care for this club, how much love this club, and we've been through all bad and good things together, and all. I can, uh, I think I, I feel like 
it's a, as I say, it's a perfect marriage. It's love from both sides, you know. So I will try to give my best for this club, for the fans. I will try to to leave everything out there. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but on the end, for me, it's important. They um, they they know that and they respect that and they show on the on Saturday that um, they love me a lot. So so that's Mitro post ban, mm. a new man. Um, that was great talking to him, wasn't it? Do you know what yeah. the thing I really loved about um, during the ban? Mm. Obviously, we didn't know if it was going to happen when we talked to him initially. Yeah. Is that he's been lurking at the games yeah. in a hood, in a cottage. Mm. And it's a little bit like, um, it was almost like a wrestler or something who was like, they were setting up a storyline where they're like, hide or like a card, like a DC comic book character, like they're waiting yeah. for vengeance. Up on the cottage I mean? balcony. Yeah, under, just, the, under the hood, just watching yeah. it all unfold. He yeah. kind of like, he knows how Just watching paint. how Vinicius gets on he with, sort of with his town. his image, doesn't he? Yeah. Sort of, I don't know if he's conscious of that or not. Well, you say that, you say like a DC character. I mean, I saw him like flicking Andreas Pereira's ear. <laughs> like all right. great, all great superheroes do. And great. Another example of his emotional maturity. <laughs> He's awesome. Which I definitely restrain from praising players for in the future. We should just never talk. Yeah, exactly. Before. Yeah, this is it. Like we, we shouldn't be allowed to ever say anything. Seriously, though, though the interview, um, interview part one yeah. um, that we did, uh, I mean, there's some really like wicked moments in there. One of, one of my favourite bits, and I got goosebumps when he said, yeah, because it was such a big deal and it became this kind of like, um, like, a, like, a, like a cult thing, or like a, not a cult thing. It was such a big deal, but it became this kind of mis- mystery. Yeah, yeah. At Fulham was like how like Slav got in touch with him yeah. on that final like Sign sort of off, half an hour of mm-hmm. of deadline day. Yeah. And when he's sitting there and he says he's you know he's sitting there and he's waiting for the the contract from um, Middlesbrough. It was Middlesbrough. Is that right? And when he's sitting there waiting for the contract from Middlesbrough to come through, and he just said he's on a WhatsApp and he can just see. Slav's typing. Yeah. You, know, you get that little notification yeah. that says thing he's typing. And I literally got goosebumps. Got chills. Because I'm like, if that hadn't happened, it's yeah. that little, like you said, sliding door moments, but it, you know, in a yeah, different yeah, way. Different way. Um, you know, you know, what if what if Slav didn't have what if what if Slav only had two G or three G signal yeah. as opposed to the the blistering four G he must you have know, had I, at the time. Yeah, exactly. Well I got goosebumps of it as well. And I think part of that is you know the realisation that footballers are just real people. Yeah, because you don't because you know we're all so used to seeing typing, yeah, on, on our WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So just just tying the dots, but that's how they actually communicate. It's like I know that shouldn't be a revelation, but yeah. it sort of is. But you would organise a transfer. Do you know what I mean? On because WhatsApp, it, and because it's become the stuff of legend here at Fulham, the idea that he was signed on WhatsApp with like half an hour deadline day to go, yeah. and that Slavisi Okanovic, um has become this kind of iconic legendary Fulham manager that yeah, we had yeah. that did incredible things with our team. Yeah. You feel like this can't be done on WhatsApp. You guys like this guy, this was done in person with like security guards and, you know, big sort of black presidential type cars. Like, you know, you're going there to meet Mitrovic. This yeah. was such a big moment in or Fulham little, history. Or minis with Andreas or Pereira. Or minis driven by Andreas Solomon. Pereira. Yeah. Man of Solomon in the back. Yeah, just, yeah. Just exactly. like holding the spare tyre. <laughs> Um, or on a bo- bus with Zoltan Gira. Or on a bus with Zolly. So okay. many beautiful moments this podcast this go. season, isn't How it? How fun and players travel. Yeah. Talking of beautiful moments, mm. don't forget, but yeah. um, if you do have a Fulham pet, hashtag Fulham Pets, yeah. you have to name it after Zoltan Gira. Yeah. Like after your dog that you named us, Steve Marley, because it costs a lot and doesn't do much. Yeah. And uh, costs us Matroglu. I don't know why. It doesn't have to be a dog or cat. That can be a frog. 
Because of Cosmo Cosmo Frog Frog Glue. Frog Glue, yeah. Um, and Finding Steed is still no, listen, gathering Hey, momentum. listen, yeah, Finding Steed, look, we, we, we knew that the Fulham fans were going to pull something out of the bag, and apparently Come on. they've done a bit of research. Yeah. Steed. They've done a bit of research, and apparently he's still playing... In oh, the playing fifth, football in the fifth tier of the French league. Now I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get up. Oh, how old is the he? Hashtag finding Steed. Steed must be mid. For I'm 38 now, so Steed must be mid 40s. He's 43 apparently. Oh, is he? As of January this year, this is from uh, at David underscore 1879. He said, as of January this year, he was still playing apparently in the semi-pro fifth tier of French football for FC Limonest. Brilliant. I hope it's Limonest. I hope I pronounced that correctly. At the age of 43, although he doesn't seem to have made it on the pitch this season. Okay. How's, your, how's your French? We give him a buzz on the pod. Uh, 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 how do you say? Comme si, comme ça. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Quite good. So you can just do that? That's all I can That's do. all you can yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, comme si, yeah. comme ça. Okay. Well, I remember from tour, you can do this. Repetez lentement, s'il vous plaît. Repeat slowly, please. Okay. So, so that's even. That so we're really sorted, aren't we? That doesn't really help. But, but you can. Uwe. Say it slower. I know that Uwe is where it is. So Uwe. Yeah. Le Steed Malbronc. Great. We can start with that. All right. So the season might be over. But Finding Steed rolls on. It, it definitely does. So we, and we've got a couple more episodes in the series. A couple more episodes. And then we're, it's gathering momentum, so we're already thinking about other film legends to speak to, but that's all for another time. In the meantime, Finding Steed, Fulham Pets, see you next week. <laughs>